Welcome to the Front Porch Theology Podcast. This is Heather. I'm your host, and I'm here with... Jeremy. And Will. I'll let you go first. <laughs> well, I you were about to say you. your name. I, I yielded to so you. So I hesitated. How are you guys doing? I am great, and let me tell you why. I'm hydrated, but also I don't have the that need for soda. Because I am drinking Belvi. Belvi, oh, sparkling oh water. Sodium-free, calorie-free, sugar-free, and 100% amazing. Stop rolling your eyes at our sponsorship. You can Heather. buy this at Aldi. Listen, it's really Tithing wonderful. is down. Belvoir, yeah. Okay. Listen, Tithing flavors. is down. We've got to do something. We've got to do something to keep the show on the air. That's right. You right. know, I was actually going to say how very impressed I am that you were drinking water and not soda. So I and stopped, I can't believe I just said soda, and I said it because you said it. I stopped drinking soda. Did you and, really? Yeah, I have. And I, well, mostly. Um, I, I, <laughs> so I drink one. No, on Sunday nights, I drink one during game night. So I, um, but the only one or two, seriously. Right I, now? So, During game night? Yeah. The show? No, no. The TV show? Game I night? Don't even, I game? don't know what that is. Celebrity we game We have night? a game what that game we play at the dungeons, church. The dungeon, at the church. Listen at that, how terrible. Yeah. The, the we dark the demon Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> on Monday nights, there's a Pokemon tournament there too. <laughs> but that, I don't you, even know the people Were you aware there. that there were these game tournaments Listen, there's all on? kinds of things that happen at our church buildings. Are on Tuesday gambling? nights, there's what, like tumbling. No, no, gambling happens at the Milton location. Yeah. We've got all kinds of events. Yeah. That's bar mitzvahs and. But hey, the, the Pokemon thing is actually, um, it's actually a lot of people. We don't non-believers. Just stop. We're not. I'm gonna, serious. No, I don't want to hear about the Pokemon. I'm I don't want to hear about I'm it either. I've never played off. Pokemon. I'm going to cut you I don't you get off. it. But but I'm really proud of you for drinking water. water. Yeah, Why have, did you choose grapefruit as um, the flavor? Because like, like grapefruit, grapefruit is trash. No, I love grapefruit. No, but they have it. They have grapefruit, lime, lemon. Last night at our evening service, he gave me one of those and said, try this. It's trash, isn't it? Almost threw up. Yeah. It's, it's, it was the grossest thing I've ever tasted in my life. Th- uh, he's just kidding. Belle Vi is amazing. Sodium-free, calorie-free, sugar-free, and 100% amazing. Taste-free. <laughs> I wish it was taste-free. It's Not a gross taste. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, They've already sent the check, so I can, I can give my true thoughts okay, now. Okay, so today is our first day back in person. Mm-hmm. Uh, being in the same room since the pandemic started. Yeah, so we haven't seen you in person since, yeah. I guess, like February. early March or late February. Yeah, yeah. Fe- late February, I, I think. What's that in your coffee mug? On it or in it? Yeah, no, on it, on top. Oh, it's a little lid so that I won't spill it. It's like so a, it's like a travel. You make it a travel. Yeah, mug. it's like a sippy yeah. cup. I want one of those. That's amazing. Um, there's one that says "Go ask your mother." They're at Target. I'm I got this for this. Mother's Day. My so you can put that on like any mug. Or is it uh, only for that mug? Oh, I haven't tried it. Oh. Um, no, it's, it's got really a little indention place in the top of the mug so that it doesn't oh, okay. go down in it. But yeah. I'm sure you could use another mug. I would love my, that. Some ladies in my group bought uh, bought this for me and brought it to me on Mother's Day as a surprise. That is why like you should be a part ditch. of biblical community. Like ding dong ditch so only with a good presents. prize. Yeah. <laughs> if you if you join a small group at our church, like people in your group might buy you stuff sometimes. They love mm-hmm. on you and. Yeah. They know the needs and desires of your heart, so they bring you what you really need late in the evening, and they bring you what you really Un- need early in the morning. Unless the desires of your heart is something sinful, then they won't do that. Right. Yeah. Because that's yeah, that's but, not the role of biblical community. <laughs> it's not. It depends it's on not how to much tempt they love you. you. And, yeah. <laughs> I hope they don't do that. Then the pastors get involved. It turns it into this a, big, ugly thing. It's a mess. You don't have to get involved. Just turn your head. Yeah. Um, I'm kidding. Um, so... Yesterday was our first day back as a church. Yeah. Um, to in-person services. How was that? It was different. Different. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, my family was not there. We're still kind of social yeah, that's, distancing. That's why it was um, different. 
Because the cooks weren't yeah, there. Yeah, I know. I know. You all really miss me. Um, it was just kind of lame without the cooks there. I know. Everything That's what else. I was thinking. I, it was it was definitely different, but it, I, I told we had a new f- family come, and, and um, it's funny. You had new people? Yeah. So That's We had new people at both campuses yesterday. So I had I sent them a text saying like, I, okay, you're so texting I, these people and they're new. Well, I mean Facebook message. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say that's a little too personal, so, too soon. So I knew that they had signed up because I saw I saw their name. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I saw a picture of me a selfie. <laughs> um, no, so I saw that and and I recognized the name, um, either from where Claire does dance or Calvary. One, what's one of those two? Uh, <laughs> Bubbles on the men. And so I I. I I recognized because everyone they all had on masks, so I couldn't see their faces. Yeah. But the father, I recognized his his hair do in the Facebook mess in, in on Facebook. So I said, "This I think <laughs> oh this is the family." God. So I had to send a message. I think this is saying, the family. Oh, no, I sent a message saying, "Listen, I don't know if you're the family." <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> but, I, but I made a joke. I made a joke. It, like, it had to have been a very distinct hairdo. It was it like Dennis Rodman's hair or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it was four people, and 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 I I just said like. Obviously, with masks, it's hard to. I can't see faces, so it's hard. I mean, to, you can see half of it. They weren't wearing like full masks. I mean, they were. Like, it wasn't here. like the V for Vendetta. I mean, you could see a little bit. Right, but, but it, right, but I didn't like study it. Like it wasn't like hold on, stay still, stay still, stay still. You but know? they weren't like coming in with like a like a Grim Reaper hood. So everybody over their should face. know that when <laughs> no. everybody should know that when Jeremy looks at you, he's not inappropriate. He does keep it at face level, but he does not look you in the eyes. He looks at your hair, so. How, yeah, it's yeah. all we have to go on these that's days. Well, that's true, but that's true before COVID though. I was, I was, I, just, I don't look. I don't. Amanda has always much. said that um, that I forget who people are if they change their hairdo. <laughs> <laughs> she, she said that yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I think that I think I do. Do you remember Jeremy? He got a haircut. Yeah, well, his didn't change drastically. He like if if someone like cuts their hair like a lot of length off or yeah, changes or the style the or like change like change the color of yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, I like I don't know who you are anymore. Oh so I, I walked in the other day and uh, I had my hat off and he's like, uh, "Can I help you?" And I put my hat on and he goes, "Oh my gosh, where did you come from?" And then yeah. I and so he doesn't recognize me by my hair. It's usually by my hat being on. Oh yeah. okay, yeah, but it's it's bad. Yeah, you that trashy hat he always wears. This is not the tra- it's a it's a how is it trashy? Listen, hats hats don't fit my head very well, so I get one hat and I wear it till it falls apart. I got a new hat. Did you notice? No. Do you normally wear hats? Uh, I do like to wear hats, yeah. but... See, I'm, I, I noticed. Your the back hat. of my head is very flat, so I'll, well, hats fit me strange. I was late. I was in the hospital when I was born for a while, so I just laid flat. So that's what happened. No mother to rub my head into a to a nice shape. Wow. Sorry. That's yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> very awkward. So church was interesting yesterday. It was. It, we, had about, um, we had about half our church come back. And um, and so we just we've talked a lot like we're gonna have to be just patient with people um, and we don't we're not trying to obligate anybody to come back but a lot of people were comfortable coming back and we're their pastors and so we want to be there for them yeah. and um, and so it was good it was good to be able to get together but the service is different we didn't have a full band for social distance purposes so we just had one worship leader um, a sermon we didn't do communion. Um, a lot of the liturgical elements are missing from the service, so service is a little bit shorter. I think people might like this better. Um, <laughs> the tables, they're sitting people at like tables. The tables. They're sitting at tables, right? Um, it's not chairs and rows. There's tables to create space right. and distance, and so um, yeah, taking notes is a little mm-hmm. bit easier. Uh, you're not writing on your lap. You got a table there. So. Um, last service, uh, the six thirty service in Milton, mm-hmm. I I did slides for half the service. Yeah, and I just want to. Take a moment, pat myself on the back. I did really good with those. 
You did, oh, and then you. Uh, thank and you then for you your were... service, Mayor Church. <laughs> yeah, you did. You did so well, in fact, that a nine-year-old <laughs> tapped you on the shoulder and was like, "I'll take it from here," and, and yeah. finished the rest of the so, service so for you. I never, I've never done the slides for a sermon, so like it, so that one, I was, I was happy to give up. Yeah, but the songs, like I felt like I did a really good job with that. Yeah. The, yeah. the songs would be harder, I think, than the. See, it's sermon. not though. It's not. I don't think so. I think the sermon would be way harder. Yeah, really? to try to follow us, like. You don't know where we're going to go. Well, if you're paying attention. I don't know. Sometimes we like skip the order of the scriptures yeah. and stuff too. Like I, yeah. I feel like the sermons start. And that's when you probably just need hard. to have like a question mark slot and that way somebody could like jump in. <laughs> or like a, a, shrugging, a shrugging, a shrugging. That's the sermon series sure title slide. <laughs> when in doubt, just go back to whatever sermon series. So there's like in. a blank slide. Yeah. A lot of blank slides. And I never... Would if I wouldn't don't know why I would ever use those. I would just keep the scripture up behind you. Maybe just maybe you should put like a seatbelt and just put some text that says "buckle up." We're not sure where we're going. With <laughs> Buckle this. up. <laughs> it's gonna be a bumpy ride. Buckle up. Detour. Not sure where we're going yeah. right now. Rabbit trail graphic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so back to the services. Um, what is their plan if the if the cases of coronavirus spike again? Listen, I mean, we we're starting to see the rise in tests. They are spiky. Yeah. They are. Oh, God. Yeah. Put your hat back on. That's ugly. I can't. I can't look at your hair. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. Put, That's put that so trash ugly. Back on. <laughs> um, so they are spiking. It, I, I would say one of the reasons that, um, and you all can correct me if I'm wrong. I'm just guesstimating right now. Um, one of the reasons we did go back to in-person services is because the, you know, the governor lifted the... Uh, restrictions a little bit and we kind of went into the reopening phases and stuff like that so so it was really funny we were sitting at elder meeting and it was this was not on the table um and i don't know if i was the last holdout to go back you, I may have been. yeah i think you probably were but i i felt like we there need to be okay so just um practically it's really hard to shepherd people online yeah it right? is it's, it's really hard to there's so much that, and listen, I realize that like Sunday service isn't the the end all be all when it comes to shepherding and pastoring, but it, it is a huge resource and help to say, okay, like I, I I need to check in with these people. I need to see that I see them and I think of them, and and there's a lot of kind of taking notes on Sunday of of people that I need to reach out to and see, right. and, and mm-hmm. um, that just doesn't happen, uh, especially. Uh, and what we saw was there was a each week a progression of how many. Like who was actually less viewing and sermons. less people yeah. were almost by, online. Yeah, almost by a hundred each week. Um, <clears throat> and uh, it, it maybe most problematic when the most watched video began to be that uh, kids video with me and Baker yeah. on the guitar. <laughs> right, right. And and so I think I, I say all that to it, it. And I talked to a lot of people who just no longer were tuned in. They yeah. they were just out there kind of not doing anything Living, yeah right and so and so there there was i think uh okay a comp, not not to say a compromise in a bad way but okay how can we take home church and can we can we go once not have like full service again but do something that's some sort of compromise to that and so i think that's where we came to yeah because we we thought okay maybe we can get back to like normal quote-unquote normal in august and i think we started to see that that even kind of seemed like far, a far-fetched idea yeah. like i don't think we'll be back no. to what normal looked like that soon and so all right so if we can't go back to normal what's a what's a compromise and so yeah. we added a service at each campus we did we're doing five services instead of three and then uh, masks tables for social distancing all that stuff and so and and i think there was a lot of pressure from the culture too like like 
you know, I would go to the store and I would, you know, I would drive by the mall and see it just as packed as it used to be, you know, and I'm like, well, people are out. And so people are out, you know, evidently a lot of people are comfortable with this. And so it's kind of like we wanted to respect people that aren't comfortable and and still try to shepherd them from a distance. But the people that are going to be at Lowe's anyways, like, all right, well, at least come and worship and hear a sermon and that sort of thing. So um, we're just trying to kind of play both sides of it, I guess. Well, and I think, you know, this uh, we've never had to do this before. So, I mean, yeah. it's kind of like That's trial true. and error. Yeah. Um, and if we I, do go back into lockdown, like if the governor would, would lock everything down or whatever, I mean, we would abide by that. Right, we absolutely. Would, we'd follow follow the guidelines. I mean, he's threatened us to follow the guidelines pretty pretty strongly, using some pretty strong language. And so <laughs> we would we would do that. Let's think, what do you want? Oh, yeah. But I got it. Yeah. Yeah. We would do that. But, would um, you like me to repeat it? Yeah. No, don't repeat it. Um, so I, Jeremy knows. But I think we're just – you know, we can't really have a plan. It's just the plan changes yeah. every week. We've had many plans. <laughs> yeah, we have many, many, many plans. Yeah. Well, and you know, I, I will say, um, you know, our, our family is still um, social distancing. We we have kind of gotten back to, um, you know, Jason. Jason's going in to work every once in a while, um, and I'm going into the office every once in a while. Um, mm-hmm. But it's just for like supply runs and things like that. Um, and we've seen our families, but we're making sure that everybody's being safe. So, as a family who is still trying to social distance, I really appreciate all you are doing. And I know that it's probably a little bit easier for the in-person services not that it's an easy thing to still run the services and everything but um i know you all were putting in a lot of time um like going to record services and doing sermon prep and uh doing all the technical things and and pulling other elders in and elder candidates and stuff so i really appreciate all that you all have been doing and um and i think you all have done a really good job Thanks. When we when we decided to do Daniel, we recorded all of Daniel within like a couple week period. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we we had a we thought okay so, um, if we can go back sooner, we'll just move this to Sunday night. So that that's kind of why we did Daniel like that because we knew there was a possibility. Yeah, we recorded a whole series and like archived it as a to give us some wiggle room on the return yeah. date. And yeah. I'm happy we did that. That worked out well. It, it, it did. It, it allowed a lot of flexibility, honestly. Yeah. I've really enjoyed the Daniel series, too. So Yeah. yeah. It's, it's good not going. to see you all every week. We're like a... We're like it a, up a little bit. I told the church yesterday we've turned into like a television network. We're <laughs> I like, like it. Those are still airing on Sunday nights. Let's try to get that money rolling in like yeah. the TV. <laughs> we uh, have no right. ads, though. Broadcasting. But uh, yeah, the Daniel sermons are still <laughs> airing on Sunday nights until we finish that book, and we've already started the Gospel of Mark. Yeah. Okay, so... You all have anything else to say about in-person services? Y'all good? As of now, we're going to keep rolling. We'll take it week by week. All yeah. right. Um, so starting with Mark, um, the very first chapter, we got into talking about um, baptism. We were talking about John the Baptist. Where are you going? You have to use the bathroom. You've been drinking so much water. Oh, my. Jeremy just gets up and leaves he sometimes. Did. And I was actually going to talk to him about well, his sermon. Oh, you're listening. That's great. He's not listening. Um, So we're going to talk a little bit today about baptism. I mean, I preached it, too. Well, I mean, but. I didn't hear yours, so I'm not sure how good it was, honestly. Eh, um, it was probably not as good as Jeremy's. But I mean, I really wanted to listen to you. The and then verses. I was like, oh, man, it's Jeremy on so the I'll give recording. You, I'll give you a little behind the scenes <laughs> on that. Um, it, on the tech side of things, yeah. it's, it is a massive job to try to live stream two campuses. Yeah. Especially when our tech guy lives in Taze Valley, so right. it's easier 
for Baker to do it where he's at normally. Right, because all the equipment and, um, and everything. And so at least for like the next, I think, six weeks, we're just going to live stream the 11 o'clock at the Valley Campus. Okay. And But I'll be preaching that service some. We're, I mean, we're going to be rotating like around inter- like crazy. Yeah. Okay. I can't even remember where I'm. We have five services. I can't remember where I'm preaching. Like, I got to look every Hopefully week. Hopefully your schedule is very detailed. So it you is. won't be at the wrong place. The no, wrong it, it's it's all written down. But okay, good. I can't, I can't remember it. <laughs> well, no, that's good. I And, you know, I think that's probably, that's if that's what's easiest, yeah. then but of course you our just roll with it. Of course, our church does sermon prep every week anyways. And yeah. so. Uh, with five services, there's a there's at least two preachers, but some weeks we have up to four, and yeah. um and so we'll get in a room together and go over the same text, and you know we're all going to have our own individual stories and jokes yeah. and whatnot, but but the theological uh, meat of the sermon is going to be the same. Yeah, I really liked your reference to um, the Fight Club and um, yeah. what was it? Was it Signs or Six Cents? Six, six Cents. Yeah, I think Signs could probably. I don't know. Maybe yeah. Signs could used, also be uh, thrown you in. Talked, I talked about the Village, village. and Night Shyamalan. Oh, we didn't watch that. So. Fight Club. So he's never seen Fight Club. You've never seen Fight Club? Uh, let's not talk about so Fight well. Club. <laughs> That was a Fight Club joke. Did you but get it? No, he's oh, like because you don't because like, you okay. don't talk about Fight yeah, Club. Like, get okay, it? He's never seen that or the number seven or the number seven, the movie seven. What? I know, right? It's so freaky. It's oh, it's so disturbing too. I'm sorry, it's my, one of my favorite um, movies. Okay, so we're gonna. What do you say? It's one of my favorite movies. Oh, of course, it got it me is. into film. Of course, it got me into film. Of course, it did. It did. Weirdo. It interests in serial killers. Um, those two things. Yep, I'm sure it did. Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> um. So we are going to talk about baptism today. So we got into talking about uh, John the Baptist yesterday. So um, I wanted to just kind of talk about the basics of baptism. Um, You had sent me a list of questions, Jeremy, Mm -hmm. and I think some of them had to do with baptism. And I kind of glanced over them and kind of just wrote them down. So I don't know if they even make sense. But um, so just like the basics of baptism, why is baptism so important as a believer? Well, you're called to do it. Yeah, uh, it's an act of obedience. Could you um, give me a little more? Uh... <laughs> yeah, I think so. So the church is given two sacraments or two ordinances: um, baptism and the Lord's Supper or communion. And um, communion is is a repetitive ordinance that we do repeatedly. Um, baptism is generally a one time ordinance, one time sacrament that you do upon conversion. Um, would be our belief. Um, there are some Protestants uh, who are more more covenantal that would view baptism as a, as a covenant thing for their children and infants even. Um, but when you, when you look at baptism, I think the significance of it is it's a, it's, it's a call from, from multiple people in scripture. So Jesus calls us to baptism at the great commission. So the nature of conversion, um, someone turning away from sin, repenting and turning to Jesus, becoming a Christian, the nature of that is wrapped up in baptism. Not that baptism saves, but that that's just the thing you do to show that you have converted. Um, and so Jesus says, go into all nations and, and make disciples, uh, teaching them and then baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You see Peter on the day of Pentecost um, in Acts chapter 2, um, he tells them to repent and be baptized. It's it's very closely connected. Again, not a salvation, but he says this is this you repent and this is how you show your repentance is through baptism. Uh, you have the story of Philip, um, an Ethiopian eunuch, 
Um, he says, hey, there's water here. What hinders me from being baptized? He baptizes him right there when he comes to know Christ. And so um, it's just closely related and then even more verses and, and passages than that. But um, but it's it's kind of – I like baptism because it's the radical way of, like, showing your commitment, right? You're dunking someone underwater in front of a group of people. It's not something that you would normally do. And it, yeah. and it has a tendency to even feel a little bit embarrassing, um, but it, it shows radical commitment of a changed life. And so it's uh, – it's it's a it's symbolic of cleansing and then of course the the burial and resurrection of Jesus. Yeah, I was to say that's it's identifying with that with with Jesus' death with his resurrection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so um, with baptism, um, does it have to look the same way today as it did um, like in the Bible days? Um, can we not use social media as a public acknowledgement? Yeah. So this is a question I. Yeah, this is this is a question someone asked me. This is why I sent it. This is why I sent it to you. So so interesting. Someone well, I asked me you like, were just making up no, 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 no. So, so like, in, so instead <laughs> no. of baptizing, <laughs> just posting, I've, I became. Yeah, a just Christian. making a video yeah. saying it's a public hey, profession, yeah. right? So uh, the reason I, the reason I, I don't think so. Um, one, I think it's identified with with a with a local church. Number one, um, mm-hmm. so it's I think it's it should be with a local church. And uh, I think there is a an idea of acknowledging it before other believers, um, and uh, I, I'll even say this: there there are people who have said, "I am a Christian," and posted Christian memes or whatever, who who did not understand the gospel. Right. And so it is good to have someone, uh, maybe lack of better terms, vet you. To yeah. say, okay, is, do you do you really understand the gospel? What is it's other brothers and sisters? Like you don't baptize yourself. There's a reason you don't right. baptize yourself. Right. It's it's like Jeremy said. It's the local church coming alongside you to baptize you. It's the not that you need to be to be like have your faith proven, but it is um, a confirmation of sorts. The local church is saying we have heard this brother or sister's faith, their testimony, their repentance, right. and we are affirming that we believe that they they have be, they have been adopted into the, God's family. Um, and so they come along and they baptize that. Yeah, and, 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 and the, they're acknowledging they're under the, the, the new covenant, but they're also acknowledging and, and particip- they're now part of this local body of believers. And so mm-hmm. what I think is, is, especially if it's like a social media thing, you have a lot of Christians on islands. I'm a Christian, and then there's no community that is followed up with that, nor nor like, uh, the vetting or, or the, the affirming by, by the local church. Mm-hmm. So is there a right or a wrong way to be baptized? Um, I think a lot of um, when when I ask that, I'm not I'm not talking about the different denominations yeah, right, or right. Um, religions and how they baptize. Um, you know, I think for a lot of people, especially like um, older generations, um, they've always believed if you don't get baptized, you're going to go to hell. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of went hand in hand because that's how it's been preached and taught to them. Um, and then you see a lot of um, older people um, who may not be physically able to um, and who may be baptized in hospitals, mm-hmm. um, nursing homes, things like that. Is there a right or wrong way to be baptized? So I think there there is a right way, um, but but I think that it's not something that we ought to be dogmatic on. Um, it's not something to divide over, I don't think. Um, so, so the issue, I mean, if you boil it down, it's, it's a symbol. Um, that's what baptism mm-hmm. is. So you have to remember that it's a symbol. Um, and so, 
yeah, we've even like had jokes about like when we baptize people, it's like, well, you didn't get the crown of their head all the way under, or yeah. their foot came yeah. up, or whatever. I, know, I've had like, people say that to me. Actually. Yeah, so it didn't yeah. really count. It's like, well, it's a symbol, right? Yeah. Um, and so I do think that baptism should be by immersion. The reason I do believe that is because the, the Greek word that's used in the New Testament is baptizo, which means to immerse. That's, that's what the word actually means. And, and I think the reason that, that God uses the word immerse is because of the symbol of being buried. That's, that's what's being right. um, symbolized in baptism is we're buried with Christ and then we're raised out of a symbolic tomb uh, of water to walk in newness of life. So that's what you're going for in baptism to show that I'm buried, the old me is dead, and I'm being raised out of a tomb to walk in newness of life. But there, there are circumstances, like you said, that I, I think it's appropriate to to deviate from that a little bit. Um, Jeremy and I sprinkled someone yeah. uh, recently before she passed away, and she was just not physically able to to right. be sub, submerged in water, and um, and so we sprinkled her. We we had we had no qualms about doing that. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, I'll say the. I think there's a right or wrong motive. Yeah, um, definitely. So like the people who would say like I have to do this to get saved, um, you see this in a lot of this in the early church. Constantine, right, got saved on his deathbed because he thought it, it washed away all it, that once you got baptized, it washed away all your sin from that point behind. So I'm gonna I'll cleanse myself right on my deathbed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like that's a, that's a that's a that's a bad motive. Mm-hmm. So I think that there are there are really wrong motives to get. To get baptized, and if you think you're doing it to, to get saved, then that, that's well. A, and that's and bad. in the history of our church, I've I maybe have talked more people out of baptism than yeah. into baptism. What I've noticed a lot is sometimes people want because they they maybe like had a period of time in their life where they've had a little kind of prodigal period of time where they've not really served Jesus, and then they kind of come back to their senses. Mm-hmm. Well, they didn't lose their salvation, and they would even acknowledge that, but they want to be baptized again yeah. because now I, now I'm really ready to commit. It's like yeah. Well, I'm going to talk you out of baptism because I want you to see that Jesus never left your side. You might have not not been going to church, or you might not have been doing what you need to do, but Jesus has never left you, um, so you don't need to, you know, make another profession of salvation. Yeah. Now, I agree with the idea of not being overly dogmatic. I mean, when we went to the woman who's who's mm-hmm. uh, was bedridden, we, you know, like th- there's nothing there that we could right. have done any differently. But I, I would say that I think God takes his symbols that he gives very seriously, and yeah. I think that whether it's the Old Testament, whether it's the the rainbow, whether it's even I think the first one, of the first symbols he gives, um, whether whether it be childbirth um, as a symbol of of of, of um, uh, of sin or, or the us, us having to work against the ground or even the snake who now slithers um, all these things being symbolic circumcision um, symbolic um, you, you to to communion symbolic and I and the reason I, I'd say that like I'll take communion as a good example I think if we I mean I would feel very uneasy if people took that lightly and mm-hmm. said okay I'm gonna use pop tarts and uh, right. you know grape juice mm-hmm. um, I I, I probably would feel uneasy about that um, because the flippancy that it's done with, and so I think I think that um, I think I think you can't be dogmatic, but I think it's very I think the Lord has given certain symbols for a reason to to tell a story, to depict something, a biblical truth, and so you need to try to I, I think the best you can um, acknowledge that these are His symbols that He's created, and that and that we are to abide by them accordingly. Um, so. I know I'll have some people say, "Well, why don't you do wine?" Um, and I think it's a great question. I, I, th- I think part of that has to do with a, the, a conscience of other people and taking that into consideration. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's yeah, you, your your motive and your heart comes into play. It's yeah, so right. Are you are you showing respect for for God's symbol, God's ordinance? And um, 
and I think there's some flexibility where where you can still show respect but not be kind of hard hard right. line closed handed right. on on how things are done. It's a balance for sure. It, it is. So um, you were talking a while ago, Will, um, about how baptism is symbolic um, to you know Jesus's death and resurrection. So why do we in the Bible why do we see baptism before Jesus's death and resurrection? That's a great question. Um, so we Thanks. see that. Yeah. <laughs> so we see that. Um, I think. I think baptism even before Jesus died, um, baptism was a sign of cleansing. Um, I. I think you see the earliest um, beginnings of the symbol in Leviticus. Actually, um, you see at the, at the day of consecration in Leviticus chapter eight. Uh, Moses gets Aaron and his sons out, who are going to be the priests of the people, mm-hmm. and he washes them. Now, it doesn't say that he baptizes them or immerses them. It says he washes them. Um, so so we don't know exactly what that looked like, but I, I do think that that's the beginnings of baptism. And you see these like ceremonial bathings and cleansings happening um, in secular writing as well. Um, and it seems like it was kind of a popular religious thing. And then you have John the Baptist who comes, and he's called the Baptist because he's baptizing people. And he was preaching a message of repentance. And people were baptizing or being baptized to show that they were repentant. Um, and so so it was a symbol not of death and resurrection. Um, they, they just hadn't grasped that yet. But it was a symbol of repentance. And so for them it was more cleansing. Um, and so that's not gone when Jesus dies and resurrects. But it... But it so the cleansing is there, but it Jesus adds to it. So now it's death and resurrection as well. Yeah, I, I would even take it a, a step further. I, I would go to to um to Exodus to say, okay, so we see the people yeah. of God leaving death um as Pharaoh is chasing them and they're going through the waters. Passing through water. Yeah, and, and mm-hmm. coming out on life on the other side. So I think and you see that with communion, whether it's the uh shoe shoe bread. Showbread. <laughs> However, it's, it's however the old English it, spelling, yeah. How you want to pronounce if you want to speak old English or not? Bread that's shown. Um, yeah. But yeah, in in the in the, <laughs> the tabernacle or in the temple, um, you see it in Exodus again. The the Lord's Supper, whether it's the water from the rock or the manna, and and Paul actually makes that connection. Yeah. Uh, so so and you have like uh, Melchizedek comes yeah. comes out to meet Abram uh, with with bread and wine. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you you do have. Um, I mean, because the Lord is sovereign, of course. He knows he knows what his church is. What he's what he's sanctifying her to be, and so even the the New Testament ordinances, you have the beginnings of that in the Old Testament, which is yeah. a beautiful thing. Yeah. So yeah, I, I I don't I think you see it prior to, and I think it's all of it is foreshadowing this 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 escape from death and this new life, um, and obviously it's it's leading up to this point of of Jesus. I think water is very symbolic too in the new in the New Testament. I mean, you see. Um, you know, Jesus talks about he's the living water, and mm-hmm. there's several miracles that include people going to the pool of water and, um, you know, just different things like that. There's, it, a, there's It's also practical as it pertains to baptism. Could you imagine using any other thing? <laughs> to be like, let me actually bury you and then unbury you? <laughs> like, it took us too long. We're like, <laughs> what if it was like oil? Like anointing oil? Or right. like, uh, That's be, a lot of oil, number be, one. It'd, yeah, it'd be expensive and it'd be messy. Whipped oh cream, my gosh. chocolate. Yeah. Whipped cream I could do. Yeah, <laughs> as long as sugar free. Take a little wine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, just stay in there for a while. The whipped cream and the wine. Wine give baptism. Me, give me a, <laughs> give me a straw, and I'll float to the top and just yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, I think that was um, so I think the other questions that I just had, you know, um, and you all have done a very good job covering it. 
Um, one question that I had come up with uh, that I saw was, you know, is baptism necessary for salvation? And um, you, I think you've you know pretty much covered that in your answers earlier, just talking about how baptism is very symbolic. Um, do you have anything else to add to that? No, I would just stress what? if it wasn't clear before, it's it's not necessary for salvation, but anyone who is saved should be baptized. And and if and I would even, I mean. I would go so far as to say if if you profess to be a Christian but you don't want to be baptized, I'm going to question your salvation. Yeah. I'm really going no, to doubt whether you really understand it. I, you hear a lot of people who say that, like, I'm a Christian but I don't want to be baptized. Yeah, and I'm like, um, you don't so, get, you don't understand this. There's, yeah, there's it, not obedience there. It's like telling my it's like telling my wife, right? I, I, want, uh, I want us to get married, but I don't want to tell anybody. Yeah, or I don't want to wear a wedding ring. Right. I don't want the symbol of, of marriage on me. I want to keep it secret and let no one know. You would question the motives. You'd right. be like, well, what do, you, what do you think this is about? Right. And that, that's how I, that's how I compare it to some people that, um, you know, for people who say, I, I want to, I, I, would you feel comfortable if, if your husband or wife said, hey, I want we were gonna I want to enter into a covenant with you, but I don't want to tell anyone of this covenant. I'd yeah. be like, okay, there's, there's a problem there. There's, there's a deeper heart issue that mm-hmm. you would see in that. Yeah. Right. So, um. I think you kind of talked about this a little bit earlier. You um, were talking about whenever, um, before you all, before you baptize people, you actually talk to them to make sure they understand and everything. Mm-hmm. And you, Will, you've done a really good job of talking about this too. Like um, when you've baptized your kids, you've talked about how you've, you know, when they're young, they say, "Oh, I want to, I want to, I want to be saved and baptized mm-hmm. just because it's really cool and right. it's fun to watch." Right. Yeah. Um, but you've done a really, and I really love how that you have explained it. And like every time that you've baptized your kids, um, it's been really cool to watch because um, you've talked about kind of the conversations that you've had with them, how they came to their faith, and the questions that you asked, and mm-hmm. just the conversations. So, as a new believer, is there a time? period that you should wait before you get baptized um i think i think if you're if you're young i think you should you should take your time because like if i think sometimes with with kids it's hard to tell it's hard to tell whether they really grasp it um and so in in the baptist tradition we baptize uh we baptize confessing believers so believers who have repented and they can articulate the gospel um as opposed to like baptizing infants but um, and that that could be a, another podcast too, maybe. But um, <laughs> but <laughs> so so what I did with my kids was um, I didn't baptize them when they said they loved Jesus. I didn't baptize them when they said they wanted to go to heaven. Um, more the marker for me, and I learned this from from other people along the way, learning how to be a dad. But more of the marker for us was, do they understand their sin? Um, so I didn't want to just baptize them as soon as they said they love Jesus. Like, I love right. Jesus. And then we'll just, okay, <laughs> let's baptize them. Yeah. And, they're, you know, they're like three years old. Um, but rather, I'll be like, I'm glad you love Jesus. And um, and even with my two youngest kids, they're, they're I mean, Tava was in church last night raising his hands and singing right. glory to Jesus. But I'm not ready to baptize him yet because he doesn't, he doesn't understand the weight of his sin. And so right. uh, the marker that I look for in kids is do they understand that without Jesus, they would they would be going to hell. They would be separated forever. Do they understand their depravity and their sin? And and because that's a vital part of understanding the gospel. Now, um, if you if you look at a, a more mature convert, um, and there's obviously that intellectual understanding, then I would advocate for a, a pretty quick baptism right. um, because it does show that obedience. It does it does kind of put the symbol, seal the deal of I'm committed to this life as a Christian now. I mean, you have. In Scripture, the Ethiopian eunuch is baptized immediately at his conversion. Right, um, and so, 
and, and same with uh, on the day of Pentecost. Uh, immediately the same day as their conversion, they're being baptized. And so there's definitely a time for some counsel. Make sure that they understand the gospel and what they're committing to because there is a commitment, but it's um, it shouldn't be delayed a real long time. Yeah, I've struggled with this a lot. Um, my, I struggled with, because I mean, I'm not biased when it comes to my kids, right? So I've, I've really struggled with that idea, okay, my my kids, uh, with Claire, I had her even talk to, uh, I mean, I, t- I know I talked to Will about it, but I had her talk to my father-in-law who was a pastor. I'm like, okay, like be, you know, be, be honest. Like this, I, cause she, I mean, she could answer all the questions, but like we, uh, we do a lot of Bible drill. Um, right. so it's like one of those things, like I just, I, I wanted, I wanted to be true, but at the same time, like I, I wanted to be real. I didn't want to give her a false sense of, of, um, uh, the, the, some false sense of salvation. Um, and I, I struggle with this with my son. My son, you know, he he was he's just dad. I want to get baptized, and he he could tell you what baptism is. Um, and I've told him, no, not yet. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. Yeah. Um, you know, he he he's very good at. Uh, he he told of his friend the other day who wouldn't share his toy. He said, he says you're making your toy your idol, <laughs> and and like there's God, the, and and I and I love that, but but and I think there's knowledge there, but I right there's that there's that question of. Man, I, I, I am. I'm very slow to these things, and I get. I get. I don't know why I get so nervous with it. I just don't want to give them this. I want it to be genuine, and so that I think the kids, my kids, are um, the kids in general, are the hardest to, to deal with. No, this. I agree with that. Um, you know, some of the some of my church background, you know, pastors and people who were baptized and did not have these conversations. Yeah. Um, but I think there's also a fine line, like you don't want to keep, you know, you obviously don't want to keep telling your kids that because then they may grow up and not, you know, right. there's going to get, a t- there's going to be a time when they stop asking you about it. And then it's, you know, well, I remember Julie, uh, that was her story, right? Yeah. She got really discouraged yeah. and was like, why don't my, like, why don't they think I love Jesus? You know, yeah. mm-hmm. and so like that became a, a sore spot. Um, it's, but I think it's, I think it's a, like an overreaction, probably, of what I've seen, which is like, do you love Jesus? Well, and they, yes. you know, you that's, wanna... that's kind of like you being a pastor too. Like right. you, you want to make sure because you know that your kids are hearing the word, and yeah. they probably almost know it so well that you know kids like memorize and they know sure. they know how to manipulate and tell you their what you want to hear. They also want to please dad. They also want to please dad. Yeah. So I mean, you just want to. But there's a healthy, there's a healthy there understanding is. that there's baptism understanding. does not save you. Yeah. So I'm not like. Like my my kids that haven't been baptized yet, I'm not like freaking out about. It. I've got to right. get the timing right. exactly right yeah. because I know I know that you know if they love Jesus, then he's you know he's holding on to them. Yeah, so right. There's a confidence there too. Yeah, I, I mean the, I mean there's I don't I don't I can't remember the name of the little program that some churches do, but there's this one. It's it's like uh, do you, do you want to go to heaven with Jesus and eat cake? Or do you want to go to hell and burn? And then it's like it's like, well, I would rather go to heaven and eat cake. And they're like, all right, well, let's baptize you. Well, we had forty-seven <laughs> no, salvations tonight. But you know that's yeah. true. When the SBC yeah. records their numbers, yeah, it's like eighty percent of them. I don't know if that's right, but it's high. Yeah, uh, or little they're like under seven. Yeah, yeah. and that's it's really terrible. You know that that was my experience. Cake and I was, popsicles. I think I was between six and seven, and I remember being at Bible study on a Wednesday night, and the pastor was like, "If you don't get saved now." You're you're going to die and go to hell and like that's a scary you know yeah that that is so like i i think i've had a lot of caution with my kids because i don't want them to have to get baptized again yeah like i want them right because i was baptized when i was 10 and yeah. i've never been baptized again like yeah. I, I grew up and i'm sure of i it. wish like, i would have waited because um you know i 
It was actually a few years ago when I was kind of starting to find my grown-up faith. And, you know, I'm 32, so, you know, I became a grown-up-ish at 18. Um, But, you know, like to... It's been like the last five years that I've really mm-hmm. found my grown-up faith. Um, and I I did have the thought, like, oh, man, I'd love to be baptized again yeah. because I truly know and understand what it means right. now. But it's simple. Um, like but the it's gospel's, so simple, yeah. The gospel's like, simple. A child can grasp it. Yeah, and that's, and that's why so. I never have been rebaptized yeah. is because, you know, even as an innocent, you know, I did have childlike faith, you know, Mm-hmm. It's it's that simple and easy. So here's what um, I ask people a lot of times because we have baptized a lot of people that were baptized as kids, yeah. and then and then we baptize them as adults. What I usually will ask is something along the lines of like, were you were you going to hell like last year? Or like do, yeah. do you do you feel like you were not in union with Christ? Like like you were lost? And and if the answer is yes, then that means they didn't obviously didn't grasp it when they were baptized as a child. And I would say, okay, you're a new convert. You need yeah, to be baptized. Yeah, definitely. Um, but that's that's going to be personal. I mean, I I can't answer that for people. Yeah, no, you can't answer it for anybody. So it's it's definitely a moment of like self reflection and you know definitely. what was my understanding. But I do try to emphasize it's it's not, there's not a ton of like intellectual knowledge you have to have right. like a right. child can grasp the gospel so what do you do with a guy who's been baptized like three times group his dad was a pastor mm-hmm. been baptized like three times doesn't actually come to faith until like years after his third baptism yeah i'd, I'd baptize him again. right right yeah. so so i we have we have someone who's in the middle of that and mm-hmm. for him it's like man i feel like i've solely I, I not that he's worried about it but he's it's almost like i've i've done that like right do I, like I have no mm-hmm. problem doing it again. It's just one of those things I feel almost I almost feel silly. I think is kind of his frame of mind. Yeah, I, th- I think that comes into play a lot. Yeah, yeah. that people feel silly. Um, and and it's just a thing that you know I th- I think baptism by its nature leads us to a place where we we you know you're getting dunked underwater in front of a crowd of people. There's going to be some silliness that might be felt. Yeah, but uh, the gospel is well, more important. And I think that's one of the beautiful things too. You know, it, there's a lot of vulnerability in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know that's that's how we're supposed to be as yeah. Christians too. You know, you got to have a little bit of vulnerability in yeah. there. So mm-hmm. it's kind of dying to yourself for the right. greater call. You know, for the greater right. good. Yep. When I was baptized, I slipped and my foot came out of the water. Really? The that yeah. explains a lot. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's why my yeah, I'm not fully. I'm not, I wasn't fully immersed because I slipped. Wow. I was baptized the same day as my mom. Really? Really? At Scary Creek. Yeah. In Lincoln County. You were in the womb. No. Oh, I thought it was like a riddle. No, I was 10. Okay. No. <laughs> it was a riddle. <laughs> no, we were just both baptized there. That's cool. Good story. That was the, yeah, that was the end of I, There's no moral. I just like that story. <laughs> it is a good story. Not every story has to have a moral. It's a good yeah, I just like that story. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, um, we hope that that has, um, that our podcast today has been a little educational or at least entertaining i'm not even sure at this point but um that is our talk on baptism and we will be back in a few weeks to bring you something else to talk about so thanks for listening see you i like that ending see you